the fuck is wrong with this guy, man? Are you kidding me? What? Shaggy the airhead. On the beat. What the fuck is wrong with this guy, man? Are you kidding me? What? Ah, uh, that's no, that's exactly where to start, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all reasonable ages. Because I don't really know how old you should be if you're listening to this. How old you should be? Yeah, I mean, probably at least 18, I would think. But a lot of people are terrible parents, so who knows what's gonna happen? But uh, so my name is Mad Max. You may recognize my voice uh, if you've been listening to the S and M podcast, of which this is essentially a spiritual successor if not a direct successor, because I'm still involved in it. But, so the long and the short of it is that Scribble's got some, you know, he's got shit going on in his life, and he hasn't been able to dedicate as much time to the podcast, which is understandable, you know what I mean, these things happen. Um, And, you know, I had been getting into a groove with it, and I I felt like it was going in a good direction, and I didn't want to let it go. And so I reached out to a homie, who y'all have actually heard once before, uh, the homie Reverend Television. Hey... And so he is going to be now my, we're going to be a co-host basically, because it's not just me, especially it wasn't, it certainly wasn't that way in fucking S&M where we were both, you know, it's not a co-host. It's like we're the two hosts, basically. Same as it was with S&M. That's how it is here because Derek is easily one of the most accomplished people in New England underground that I've known personally. I've been having, and I've been out here doing this shit a long time. So this is definitely like uh, the other thing too, by the way, as you may have noticed based on the fact that we are uh, rolling with uh, Juggalo News, it's like Scribble has love for Juggalos for sure. It cannot be denied, but he is not a Juggalo. And so for that reason, a lot of, like, nuance of Juggalo shit is going to be lost to just, like, the craziness of it, which I think is understandable, but at the same time, you're not going to get as potent of a Juggalo perspective from one Juggalo and one Juggalo-adjacent support. So having Derek here, like, you have to understand, this man has redirected me on how I felt about Juggalo shit multiple times in my life. And he is, frankly, the only person that I know who actually looks at Juggalo shit in a deeper or more profound way than I do, or at least on that same level. I do know some people that think in that way, but I haven't had that many conversations with people like that outside of the gathering. Which, as it turns out, is what we're here to talk about. So... Derek, uh, what would you prefer that, or what would you prefer as your uh, nomenclature? Oh, bro, I don't give a fuck, you know. No, they, I know, uh, it, 50 funny names I was and just going to say, that's what it devolved into, is 50 funny names, you know, so whatever you No, want. but that's what, no, but see, that's the problem, is that I want it to be about what you want, because yeah. I want to make sure that you are comfortable here, in the, in like, you know, we're going to be sharing a lot of shit here. Because especially if you we're always, talking about... You always, as Claude used to say back in the day, you always drop in my government anyways. Oh, well, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, I can, by the way, I can bleep that. Nobody will see it. And then we can... Nobody this point, will see it. Nobody will hear it. And then from this point, you will be able to... Uh, just 
say, like, oh, no, that was always the thing. You didn't hear about I don't care, funny. man. It'd be interesting if anything, and we'll lead credence to you know what? 50 it. funny names. Call me 50 That's, You know what? Good. Call me this. Call exactly. Me no, good. Thank you. That's exactly where my brain Wayne, was going. Uh, Spooky. Wayne, uh, what did Wayne say with all his friends from my Boston and shit? It was like the kid with the glasses. Uh, Wayne. Something. Oh, like, I fucking miss like, that kid, bro. Oh, it's Wayne, it's yeah. such a shame. Shout out to Wayne the Pain. Wayne the, the Pain from Jamaica. Yeah, especially, we're talking Juggalo yeah. shit. Oh we're God, talking yeah. about, didn't he win the fucking freestyle competition at the Wraith at release? At the Wraith release In party. 2002? And just to throw Worcester's. In 2003? Because that was Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, that was in Boston. Just to throw New England's dick on the table. Wraith release party, you young fucks. Oh, yeah, for sure. Massachusetts. Taking it back. Because you know what, bro? The fact of the matter is, is that Massachusetts juggalos are a totally different breed. And I found that out as a transplant. Because I grew, you know, I came here and when I was relatively young. All the, you can, oh, yeah. You can oh, yeah. speak to that because you've been through. Only each, other like, place that ever came close was Denver. Yeah. The only one. But so, I mean, the, yeah, the, and I love, because I know this is going to reach a lot of those guys. I've, I've only gone out there, like, with Max a couple of years ago, out and really touched base with that real Midwest oh, yeah. Ohio, oh, Indiana yeah. scene. And it is something remarkable and different. And that's what's cool about the whole culture is it is oh, yeah. very different from region to region. No, absolutely, man. I think that that's one of the cool things about the gathering to me as far as, like, First of all, what it's become, but also kind of what it represents. Because it's, it really is a shame that it's only the gathering that can do this, but when juggalos all come together at once, it's really a thing of fucking wonder. Like, it's a crazy thing to experience. And especially if you have any frame of reference of what it actually means and what it's actually been. Like, the fact of... I'm trying. I remember seeing some. Uh, Wayne was in some of the fucking uh, footage because I think he was there the year they did um, Family Underground. Oh yeah, yeah. That we was two thousand eight. Yeah. Oh, two thousand eight. You were there yeah, for that. I was there from like two thousand six to like two thousand ten or eleven or something. Okay, and true, then I didn't dude. go. And then I was like old James for everybody in New England. Right. They, <laughs> they tell me these stories oh, like, yeah. remember, blah, blah, blah. and I'm like, yo, I wasn't there. And they're like, <laughs> old James wasn't there. You want to know what, man? It's, it's funny because for the gathering, it really does happen that way because if you're there for eight years in a row or whatever, no, and then well, all of a sudden you're gone, like, you just assume you're there. Well, not even so much as that, but the idea that, like, because they only change venues so many times. Oh, yeah, this was also the Hog Rock era. Yeah, they were at Hog Rock for, like, how many years? I only ever went to 08 Fuck. in Hog Rock. I, uh, really? See, that's uh, that's why I could have sworn you were there the whole time. You know I didn't know, I mean? bro. Like... I didn't fucking know nobody in Massachusetts like that back then. That was oh, actually at that gathering is where I met Mark. Um, when he was Mark playing... after dark playing the bongos when he played the bongos on my set. Yeah. And that was because I knew Tracy. Tracy and Cracker. Did Fredman play yes. around that time? Because I think I went I there, have, but I was tripping during the day. So I have the best the story for that. So I know, and it's, I love the fact that You'll I love this man this, now. Shout out to a fucking Fredman. No, I, I got two good stories about him on that one. So at that gathering, I knew him at a distance. Like, he was from New York. He was a, ju- he was a juggalo. He was rapping. We had heard each other's names. We, like, knew each other kind of. But so... We were, you remember how in 08, or at least at Hog Rock, and I, I, maybe they did it multiple years, but they, the, the tilt of world was like up on the hill, kind of? Yeah. And so, I remember walking up there and seeing him, 
and he was saying like fuck this and fuck that and I was just trying to be silly I was like fuck forever man and then him and whoever he was with I think it might have been fucking Sam frankly whoever it was because they were there for Fluke who played that year but so oh, yeah I remember that they just looked over and just kind of dead stared me and I was just kind of like I was also on a lot of fucking ecstasy that year but it was just like I did that because I thought Forever Man was that guy like just the fucking you know being silly or whatever yeah. but somebody also told me I was handing out ecstasy that year with Mars and that doesn't sound like something I would do you would be eating the ecstasy that's exactly why I don't think it's true I never really knew Mars like that so it's not like I wouldn't have hung out with the guy we met once when Brandon brought him out here but I've had a couple of stories told me too I don't really like, know certain the guy. I, did, I have a ton of views but you know whatever oh no I broke as far let as people fucking, think what they will well no but at those gatherings man it was a totally different scene like oh, even for as crazy yeah. as it is now yeah the Having been able to have only seen it once, because I wasn't even there the year that somebody died, but the drug bridge really was just like depravity, out of control. Like it's you, it's the kind of thing where people wouldn't you like they don't believe you. It's a picture. I'll try to find it. This isn't. This is only audio, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, we're not doing. uh, Well, because there's a picture, and I'll 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 try to find it for you. Where uh, of Hannibal Buress. And you can see me right oh, in, next dream. to him, deep the fuck out. Because he was on the drug bridge. A lot of comedians would go there yep. and just be like, what the fuck? See, that's you know, something like... where I wish that it doesn't seem like Psychopathic is doing it right now. And I know why they're not doing it, because they have to actually... Comedians got to Yeah. And so, they're not, like, really going that yeah, direction. That but they had L when they Oh, they I mean, had, bro, I saw had, Jim Norton yeah, fucking yeah, the gathering. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, Jim yo. fucking Norton. Who would have ever thought? It's amazing. Yeah, it's legendary shit. Fucking, man. oh my lord. Ralphie May. Who Ralphie May apparently was. I, I can't remember if he says it during the set, but apparently he was potentially like an, a juggler. Like he was like out of I believe it. I could see it being true, which makes it even sadder than he died. Yeah. But, no, I'm trying to remember who. Oh, no, you want to know what? Here's a funny fucking gathering story. And I just. Here's the sad part, because now that I'm a little bit older. I understand, kind of, but it's still fucked him a little bit, and I'll tell you why. Because there was a guy whose name is Joey Gay, and he does it. He did a bit that was pretty funny about uh, wine glasses and fucking his girlfriend. It was it, the, the bit was decent, but he'd also done some bit parts on like uh, Law and Order. He played the Gathering, and he did that bit, and he did some other stuff. He was pretty funny. I thought he was good. But then I, he offhandedly said some shit like, if you need a ride home to New York or something like that. And I actually did. And so I was like, dude, I, you know, I have money. I have like, I seriously need a ride. And the problem is, is this, is that he told me yes. Like, yeah, I'll do it. And then and you want to know what? See, now that I'm, I, I really think, cause I haven't thought about that story in so many years. That actually is really fucking funny. <laughs> And I, I can't even honestly be mad at him because what I where I was going with that was I don't think that if I was at the gathering and I actually and some random juggalo walked up to me and was like, "Yo, can you give me a ride back?" I probably wouldn't fucking let him in my car. So it, it's funny because I don't think that I ever really went super on the record like "fuck this guy," but now Dude, I'm going officially on the record like, "Yeah, my bad, bro." I, I you Lord knows you probably never even heard that I said anything, but I was wrong. And you were right to fucking leave and not fucking try to tell me, no, I was just kidding. Um, because I should have had the sense. I was like, what, 20-something. 
I should have had the sense to be like, this random fucking person is not going to let me into their car to drive 13 hours, more than that even, I think, back to fucking New York. Yeah. Like, and that, it's just so funny because the gathering really is that kind of place where shit like that kind of does happen. So I, it's not yo, that crazy year, to think. It's not I, that crazy to think. One year, Frankie fucking ends up going home with whoever the fuck, <laughs> Meffy McMethmeth, fucking <laughs> eat Timbuktu. Oh, Frankenstein, rest in peace. And I didn't have a cell phone for years, so all my homies would call me at my various places of employment looking for 50, so that made, that, that looked real good on me. But, like, <laughs> they were calling me up, fucking all these people, like, have you have you seen Frankie? And I'm like, I'm in Massachusetts, <laughs> you motherfuckers. I didn't go oh there. <laughs> like, I wasn't and he was, there. He was missing. And this happens oh, often from the gathering. What year was this? Uh, 2014. Oh, shit. 14, so was this post? Yeah, 14. No, it might have been 13. Somewhere around Okay, there. Well, so was this pre or post? Car accident? Oh, no. This was pre-car accident. Okay, all right. So what fucking year was that then? It was either 2013 or 14. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we've done a lot of drugs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't tell. Oh, yes. Um, and the gathering was definitely a place where that happened a lot. A lot of... Uh, what, was <laughs> your, what was your first gathering, man? My first gathering was in 2003. So... It was basically, I had just finished high school. Or wait, no, no, that was 2004, which was a much more important year, but we'll get to that. 2003 was the first year I was able to convince my parents to let me go. How old were you in 2003? 17. No shit. Or no, I was 17, about to be 18. All right. So it was going into being 18, and so this was... So you were 17 at your first gathering? Yes. Oh, shit. My first... How did I never even fucking think of that before? My first gathering wow. was 17 years ago. Fuck. Which one was that? The 2006, so it was the 6th okay. annual, I think. So the one... one at the that, mud field. I was at oh. that one. Oh, Fuck yeah, there. man. That was, that was a good year for a lot of different reasons, but we can get to that. So, 2003, I had known about The Gathering before then, because I have these distinct memories of having the comic books in this house that I was living in, in, um, in uh, Panther Valley, in Hackestown, New Jersey. And so I knew about the, uh, the gatherings at the, um, in Novi, and at the, whichever the other one was, Bapo did. Yeah, oh, but, the original indoor yes, gathering. exactly. Yeah. I didn't get to ever go indoors. I heard they were great. Obviously, there was a riot. Which, uh, you know, in a sense is still, uh, you know, pretty cool to live through if you did. I did not. But, so I was there the first year they went out to us. Which, it could be argued, is a heavy year because that was when they decided, oh, this is just what we're doing. But I will tell you, I remember it was, you could only camp technically if you were at a campsite. Like, if you were, and obviously I was young and didn't want to get in trouble. So I didn't realize that when you're a juggler, you just kind of do whatever the fuck you want to do as far as uh, being in the gathering is concerned. And... Oh, you motherfucker. Oh, if it stopped recording, I'm going to be so salty. Would it just turn off? Uh, no, it's a screensaver. I really do need to fucking adjust that. Oh, no! Oh! Oh, it fucking kept going. Oh, that's fantastic. All right. Keeping it moving. So, 
they, you could only, they also had the shanty town though. That was, I slept there the first night and got eaten to fucking shit by mosquitoes. It was insane. Like, wild shit. And I, like, oh, I can't believe I even fucking slept that night. Oh, and the night before, oh, that, that same night before I even gone to sleep, I got fucking stung on my hand by a mosquito. So my hand was all, fe- or not a, not a mosquito, a fucking bee. So I, my hand was all swollen and fucked up the whole time through. And here's some crazy shit, though. Because I think for a, for a first gathering experience, I think this is uh, significant. So I had taken a trip to um, Arizona. My aunt lived out there at the time. Uh, for where, whatever it was for uh, school break. And so I went to the, the mall in Phoenix. There was a skate park there, and I still skated back then. So I was you know, doing my thing. <laughs> and I rented some juggalos. And so we start hanging. And part of that story is that I tried to get a kid to buy me a pack of smokes. He walked off with my money. And then like 30 juggalos walked into the mall trying to buy this kid. Good thing we didn't. He probably would end up getting in trouble. But so another time I went back there, there was a mini gathering. And I met these dudes. This one dude, Kino G. Real cool dude. A rapper. Fucking uh, thrash uh. man. Tried to battle. It's one of the reasons I didn't battle for a long time after that. He fucking destroyed. I talked about it on uh, other things. But in any case, ran into him, and that was so cool to me because I was like, oh, I, you know, this was still a new concept for me. 2003, 2004, first time I'm ever going out there. I meet jugglers from different places. I run into jugglers that I have known from all different parts of the country. It's like it really is a wild experience. I don't know that there is anything quite like it. Because it's just, it's so focused. Anime can be all over the place. Horror movies can be all over the place. A lot of different music can be very niche, but still broad. ICP is one of the only things that is really, like, solidly this one thing. Yeah. It really is kind of crazy. Like, it's, it's very interesting how much has actually come out of what they've done and in a way that they're not probably ever going to get credit for while they're alive because it's so hard for people to understand looking at it from the outside looking at like being a juggalo really is like it's so funny I've heard anytime you hear juggalos come up in popular media it's always in some like really it's like like a cross between redneck and raver and biker you're not wrong. Look, you're, the, I, I get that. But I'm just saying, I think that in the sense of like, it's usually in a like mildly disparaging way. No, Which, I, and it's sad just because, put it to you like this. I have always maintained this, and I think that you'll agree. Nobody cracks on dumb juggalos more than juggalos. 100%. That's why I love um, Creeper's uh, comics there. He hasn't done them in such a long time. Those are their fire, though. Oh, no, I know they're great. You know what? Shout out to Creeper. But uh, you know what is ill that who really nailed it right was Workaholics. Because they kind of put, like, duality to it where they're a couple. But they have their baby. You know what I mean? Oh. At the gathering. But they, like, they're, like, this quaint kind of corporate I middle America couple. I thought that it was strange. But then in the end, the bitch is crazy. They know? did it in a way where they made it look like the gathering is just a show. Yeah. Like, that's just what ICP shows look like. And it's sad because, <clears throat> especially if those guys came from down south, 
like when I went to see ICP in uh, Atlanta, there was a whole ass uh, fucking backyard wrestling event outside before the fucking Hell's Pit show. And like they go fucking hard down south, or they did back then. I don't know necessarily. I haven't been to a show down south uh, in many, many years. But it just really is this thing where like the, the fucking gathering now, I think, is just like it's such a. Be- it, it really is weird what, from what it started at to what it is now, because it is still very similar, but. It seems very, like, I don't even know, because I'm also, you were right. This is very strong. <laughs> yeah, so just, just so you know, we uh, are smoking a diamond-infused granddaddy future, purple. Future Roller. Yeah, Future Roller is a very old brand of uh, pre-roll tubes. I believe they're from Amsterdam. Oh, is that? Okay. Yeah, because the first time I ever heard it was in a Cottonmouth King song. Okay. Cottonmouth Kings. Now that's a very interesting topic. Did they play your first gathering? Yes. Yeah. It was either 03, I think it was 04 actually. Maybe 03 they played too. Because they were much so they tighter didn't back play. I can't remember if they did specifically. So you went to 2003 and 2004? 03 and 04, but I didn't go to 05. Those three years of Crystal Forest, I didn't get it. That last one I didn't get to go to. But I remember KMK playing. I remember the Wall of Death. The, um, what am I thinking here? You know, like, uh, Everybody on this side, and then everybody on this side, and clash. Yeah, I did. I did. We did. A, I had a Cottonmouth King show in 2004 um, at the Avalon in Boston, which, like, you played the House of Blues, right? So that the House of Blues used to be four different clubs. It was, or three. It was the Avalon, the Axis, and I, some other fucking thing. But it was a tiny ass club, and they did the the wall of death in there, and it was insane. Oh, they, yeah. used, to, they used to have the. Plays in ABK used to try to make that happen. I feel like it didn't uh, quite translate, uh, unfortunately. No. Because Cottonmouth Kings had a, a, a quarter punk rock kids there, like legit punk rock yeah. kids, so they knew how to really get the mosh pits going, circle pits, all that shit. It was super fun. Now, and you want to know what? The, uh, I feel like the earlier gatherings definitely did have this much more, like, it, it wasn't until the 2005 gathering, which I didn't go to that one, and I could be wrong because I don't actually know the story, but to the best of my knowledge, that was the year where Juggalos fucked it all up at Crystal Park, where they, like, got, like, they just trashed the place. Yeah. As they have been wont to do over time. Now. And this is why we are redneck raver punchline. No, no, I know. And you want to know what? It's a shame because that is, you are correct that a lot of the people, the fact that you can look on an insane clown posse post on Facebook and they'll be posting something that says, fuck your rebel flag. Yeah. And then you'll have people underneath it being like, why are you being political and fucking... Why are you being political? And exactly, like, no, yeah. that's my fucking favorite, but they, you know, heritage not hate. Like, get the... I heritage that, not hate? Well, no, but here's the best part about that one. What the fuck? One. Well, okay, but That's so, why I stay away from most of the... But, no, you know, you gotta let me get there on this one. Is, at least, because <laughs> we're talking about... not hate. If you're talking what about gatherings, is. a bunch of people I've seen, Yellow Wolf is playing the gathering this year, and he has famously there was like some social media not only a social media post where he um was wearing the fucking dixie flag and made a whole thing about it like you know it's not about racism or whatever 
But then also, Royce the Five Nine accused him of being racist. So there is that. I don't know the whole story on that. It's not my thing. But this is the other part about it. Because if you want to give the man his props, and I feel like you got to give the man his props on this one. He got hit in the face with a fucking bottle rocket last time he came to the gathering. That's a fact. It's on video. Somebody was shooting mortars at the stage and one exploded behind his drummer. Hey, and he's coming back. Props to Yellow Wolf. So... But fuck your rebel flag. No, right. I listen. I quite frankly, you know that that's where I'm at with that. My I love thing, that they came back with Pac Two for the younger generation. Just oh yeah, like, oh, just we know oh, y'all yeah. like Boondocks a lot, but just so you know, it's still fuck oh, yeah. rebel flag. Oh yeah. And then during the pandemic, when everything was getting crazy, exactly. they put out. That's the exactly like, what I'm talking about. Is just to make that- sure, like every time they're like, they're not political, toot toot. Like, no, actually, fucking. Yeah, no, and this been. is one of the things that I was trying to say to Scribble when we were listening to fucking Carnival Carnage, is that, like, this they have been talking about this exact shit the Since whole day one. time. Since the day whole one. time. Even they when been, they were, like, in the city posse. See, I gotta be about, honest like, with you, I'm not super jug enough. Like, I never really got into inner city posse. I listened to it, good. but I never... <laughs> my thing is that I it is significant shit. I have listened to it, but I just... It didn't really this resonate with song, me the, the rest best song, the way the rest of the it did. The best inner city posse song is, <coughs> is "Someone's Gotta Die." Okay, that shit is dope. The rest of it is kind of whatever. But right. "Someone's Gonna Die" is one of those tracks where you hear it and you're like, "Oh, you know these guys were gonna do something fucking ill." Because and it also lends to Jay's insight. You know what I mean? Because he's also t- you know. But anyways, I so. keep forgetting they can't hear my brains rattle as I move as I. He's, he's, he's nodding as nodding I'm my, Nodding my head in the affirmative. But no, so like, it's also crazy because if you want to talk about gatherings and just like significance of fucking, uh, I don't know if juxtaposition is the right word, but I remember being there in, I believe this one, it was 2003 because that was the year I took all the pictures with the disposable camera. And I brought a disposable in my birthday time. I have the pictures somewhere, but... And I, there is a video of this interaction somewhere of Madrox and Jay running into each other on golf carts for basically the first time at the gathering. And it's it's kind of funny because I just remember thinking that moment was so dope. And that's why I want to get the pictures and, and try to go over it again. Because when I saw the video, knowing what we know now, it's just it, it throws a weird shade on the fucking interaction where it's like they were glad to see each other but the way that we all in that time before the six drop and before like it just I guess before time consumed us all fucking like, we really assumed that these guys were, like, basically out, like, committing fucking rituals and murders and robberies with each other and shit. And, <laughs> like, man, are you... I, I was somehow so able to suspend disbelief that there was a brief period where I actually believed that psychopathic riders were somebody else. <laughs> it was a brief period... I think somebody at a fucking gathering probably told me, like, nah, bro. Hey, 
Hey man, while we're all telling you know Juggalo truths, I thought that Blaze was black. Ah, you want to know what though? Everybody did until when he they first, started seeing pictures and shit. Yeah, that's in a, the you're first, not even crazy for feeling first, that way. The first album or EP or whatever, he didn't have the face paint on yet. Either. Yeah, the stocking. Yeah, so like you couldn't really. That's tell. the whole fucking point of having one. And he said one. the fucking N word constantly. Yeah, so that was another big oh, no, piece that, of it. No, bro. So I, was like, I gotta right, tell you, uh, that's definitely one of those things over the years <laughs> where like can't call ICP on that. They never did that. They never did that because they came Twisted, from... however, did that oh, shit a lot. Remember that flyer when they used to say the N-word to him? Did you see that? <laughs> I think I do it remember that. It was a play that. for reference <laughs> on the podcast. There was a meme going around about a punk rock festival called the When We Were Young Tour with a bunch of old punk rock oh, bands. Twisted so it was, oh, it was twisted from Most Tasteless Era and it oh, said when God. we used to say the N-word to him. <laughs> They really, I gotta They really you, would drop it. It's such a funny thing. At least thing. they weren't hot eyes, but they would drop it in bombs. No, I, fair enough. But yeah, no, it's so funny to me, too, because when you really A lot do, of our friends did, too, who were white, and they were Some of racist. them, yeah, I, I mean. You know, that's just, I remember in uh, the first time we played Hartford, Connecticut, which I also, growing up, you always, like, in mass, you're always like, ah, Connecticut, you know, fucking. And then you go to Hartford, Connecticut, and you're like, holy shit, this is the hood. Oh yeah, no, like, no, not to mention yeah, Hartford and fucking uh, Bridgeport. Yeah, oh fucking. yeah, Yo, we played a skate park in Bridgeport. Oh no that shit, was the shit, bro. Did you ever play the place in fucking Fitchburg that was just like a fucking empty warehouse practically? No, but they invited me out there. I never went. That was a hell like, of a fucking spot. Dirty Burg or whatever. I First think. time I ever fucking uh, performed smoke weed on stage at the same time. That was dope. I can't remember the first time I did that. I've done it a few times. Oh, man, I got some good pussy that night, too. Fuck. I, uh... Hell of a show. I, smoking weed and smoking cigarettes on stage is ill. I smoked a... I remember smoking a butt uh, once on stage, and I was fucking... That felt, uh, felt real cool. No, for sure. <laughs> it's funny, lie. because in a lot of places... You're they let it ride. If, 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 listen, if, if it's a performance specifically, you're allowed to do it. Specifically, if everyone is shit-faced and it's the shank of the evening, oh, yeah, they're not well, going to pull the plug and be like, you know. But this is also true. But yeah, my first gathering was the Mud Gathering and uh, Epic, dude. I, I seen Doc Lotus came out and they were wearing, you want to talk about Insight and all that kind of shit? It was such a thunderous... Uh, fucking stage set, everything, they would dress like samurais, if you remember. Is that what, because honestly, this is what I remember. And they opened the night, they opened the first night, Doc Lotus fucking opened. That I do remember. They, no, that used to be the thing. They would be the, there would be the, this is what I remember. There would usually be, in 2003, 2004, this is how it happened. 2003, the opening ceremonies where they came out, all everybody came out painted up, and did the juggle. We will never die alone. Juggle will carry on. Swing our hatches if we must. Each and every one of us. So they all came out and did that. Yeah. That was basically it in 2003, which that was also the first outdoor year. Whatever they did it that way for however they did it. And it was pretty cool. I think Rudy had a DJ thing on the stage. That was actually, that was the year when I seen a chick that was stacking, like, doing gang signs and shit up near the stage where the music was playing. And I had been hanging out with Bloods mostly because that's who I knew around where I was. And then she was talking like she was a crip. And, but she was like, she basically said, like, that's the only thing that's fucked up. I'm not even going to say the word because it's offensive to gang members and I'm not going to offend fucking gang members. 
but she was a crip and she used the word that crips use when describing blood. Uh, Whatever that may be. And I was just because for the thing too was when she said that I was fucking flabbergasted because I was around the kinds of people that would beat the fucking shit out of you if they heard you say it. Yeah. And so that was crazy, but it was like she said it in a way of just like, nah, but it's family love, you know what I'm saying? And that was the craziest, craziest part about it to me, because the people around me would have never fucking in a million years been able to look at somebody that was like that, and unless there were very specific circumstances, like, nah, that's ops. Like, literally, that's where ops comes from, Yeah, like, more or less. And the idea that I don't even think that people understand that anymore. I don't think that people really get what forks up, forks down means anymore. No, to a it's point all, where, like, uh, it's all lost in the sauce. I, like. I understood when I went to Detroit for my first time, and X-Men, like we've heard, all yeah. Oh, yeah. Out all now, I remember you telling me about all this, that and was, I was like... doing the fucking security, oh, yeah. and they literally had a man laid out on the ground and was stomping him because he threw beer. And I come from Worcester, where you throw shit like fucking... Well, it, it, well at depending least on who you throw it my, at. My... Well, I don't remember when you moved to Mass. Like 2009. Okay, so like... That was when I... Although, the the first first time I ever went to a show in Worcester might have been 05 or 06. We threw a lot of shit at openers, my friend. Oh, no, now that... No, okay, but so openers are a different story. And that was... It was an opener at the show. Oh! But but it was also at the Freemason Temple, and it was Juggalo Day, and it just... So they were... Dude, the fucking gang members were security... And a lot of jo- a lot of juggalos, they don't they don't know that shit until and then then you see it, you know. Like I only knew from like going to the shows, you know what I mean? Like, cause from 1998 to 2004, it was just like you know kids in the suburbs listening to it, and then you kind of go up in my world, you know, and then you go to the shows and then you meet like real like crazy. See, well, fucking, so that was an and that's what's cool about the juggalo world, or at least it. Not that it isn't anymore, but like it was so many different walks of life. Where it's like I know like suburban oh, skater yeah. type oh, goth kids. Now I'm seeing fucking gangster motherfucking criminals. They like it too, you know. Like and we're all hanging out, you know. Like in a rave chick and this guy, you know. Like how crazy was that back in the day before it was like. A solidified, like, we all wear the fucking... You know what I'm saying? No, like, bro, I, the, the idea that... It was always crazy to me because... Like meeting Brockton Josh, and you know what I mean? Like, you know who that is? Like, I don't know that I ever... He's so see, old. And you want <laughs> to know what? Brockton Josh. See, it, it, well, it's funny because... The way that you speak of this... Because I don't think that I know him specifically. But... That, to me, was like that day. And that Dave, yeah, that's a like, one. Shout out to said, like, oh no, that's a homie. Like, he's always been a super solid dude for me, but I have heard some crazy shit about the man. Yo, that and, like, my first pocket lot party, Boppo's like talking about his OG, like, oh, bro, you gotta meet, you gotta meet Josh. I'm like 16 or whatever, and then he's like, you gotta meet Josh, you gotta meet Josh. And he's like, he's over there. And then we look over there. He's punching a guy through the fucking window. <laughs> These mushrooms are bullshit. Ah! 
What are you, a 16-year-old kid? Oh, How you doing, Lord. buddy? You know, That's like, a, you want to know what? Holy it's shit. funny because before the advent of social media, people were more willing to... People still are willing to do crazy oh, shit Oh, I like always that. say, that's how you know we're getting old, but this Pocket Monster was the original social media. Oh, and oh like, my you know, God. Like, no, listen. And it got me out of my anxiety so much. It's so funny. I wish we went back to that a little bit. You know? No, dude, like, I'll tell you right now, it's really a shame to me because the, the parking lot parties... Or they, they don't even exist anymore. It's not even a thing. Yeah. Like, and that to me, bro, I remember there were times where I would literally, like, I, I ain't even got money for the show, but I'm just still going to roll up because you want to know what? It's going to be a good fucking time oh, with yo, everybody just, just wilding in the parking lot. Oh, my it, God. It, it, it was a special. It was a oh my lord, bro! Like I remember when fucking Bogus set up an entire fucking projector and tried to do the fucking Bogus News. Probably did a fucking performance that night too. Like whatever the fuck it was that he was doing, because I remember that they were. Like Everybody had their something. own thing. Dude. Oh yeah, game shows for t-shirts. People, yeah, people still you know? have. Within the last like, few years, I have seen people still do stuff, I hope stuff like Christ. that. But. You know, they probably it probably happens. We're just getting a little older. You know, I ain't going there at eleven o'clock in the morning. You know well, so I mean? no, true like, indeed. But so even sure. when you. Go. Somebody but, is, so, you know. And here's the funny part about it. Shout out to the younger kids if you're out there listening. No, absolutely. No, listen, I, this is the crazy part about it. I mean, really think about it. I hope that they have many, many years left in I really do. And that's why pretty much every time I get a chance to go to something like a gathering or, and I've never been to a Hollow Wicked, so I am making that a plan this year. Um... I have, like, it, it, how many more times do you think ICP is going to play Worcester, Massachusetts? Dude, it, it, the, la- the next time probably is the last time. That? And it's, it, it, do you it, have I, any idea how fucking heavy that is? I have a big idea. It's how I've uh, uh, like, patched together most of my identity, buddy. I get I, it, No, listen, know, well, like, but okay, but so here's the thing. That first is show exactly I went to was House Pit Tour almost 20 years ago, 2004. Two thousand in uh, two thousand December second two thousand, uh, fucking uh, bizarre bizarre in uh, Hammerstein uh, Ballroom, New York City. Oh shit! That was Vampiro was on stage playing bass. I don't know what that actually means. Just like how Taxman would be on the. <laughs> well, no, but it was cool because he had the bass and he was like rocking out, <laughs> and then he would like in. he would just <laughs> probably not, and then just taking the fagos and slamming like. Like slamming them on the ground, and that part was pretty cool. But I also like, at the time, it's such a cool thing. You're not even thinking like, yeah, what the? F- How is he playing bass for the? I don't, I don't get it. I Fuck played, it, this is dope. I played the Fago. <laughs> pretty much. I mean, but that's frankly, that's a fucking hallowed, a hallowed instrument to play. At, a, at an ICP show. I mean, listen, you have to I'll understand. I'll never forget seeing Bobby Steele after he, he got to be one of the clowns. I never oh, really? Oh, never, no yeah, shit. I never no, yeah, no, same. I, honestly, I've never... Clown, the only time I have only ever been on stage for a... Because it's a, it really a show. It's just the end of the show. Never been on stage for a fake Oh, really? Before. Kidding me? I, you want to never rush the stage? I honestly, I, I a lot of the time with ICP the last few years, I've been kind of hanging back younger? to see the show. When I was younger, I really had this, like, I had gotten in trouble with the law a couple of times. And it was to a point where, like, I really just did not want to get in trouble. And I, it happened so quickly, like, put it to you like this. 
I was in the fucking pit in the craziness because it wasn't really Fago Armageddon in 03 and 04. This is the end of the show. And in 03, because the fucking uh, Shangri-La just come out, at the end of the show, they let all this fucking reflective glitter confetti out. And so everything, literally raining diamonds, basically. And it was, it was wild. I was just fucking caught up in the moment. I wasn't even worried about like, because that's not the other part of it. I don't care about like getting up there and being seen or being able to be a part of the... I it's just, not about being seen. It's just like, it, remind, it reminded me of the Dropkick Murphy shows in Boston on St. Patrick's Day. Never been able to... Same thing. It's every, a lot of those intimate, more like punk, whatever, like rush on the stage is just like... I don't know. It was just something. No, that, look, like, I think you're right. And listen, I'm gonna tell you like this. And I got to do it in two different ways. I got to rush the stage as a fan, and then I got to play the show, and then like you know, well, so, walk out, you know, as an artist. So too, which that is was cool, what know? I was gonna say was the one time that I've been able to so far was at uh, Rock and Shock. The last time they did it, actually. And, uh, yeah. we, both play, and I, we both played, and we—you never remember that, but like it was—it was the last. No, I remember that show. you guys played that show. Because you guys it was, played up there. It was, we, we were off by you got like like five more tickets sold or something, but you deserved the fucking downstairs way more than we did. Well, thank you. Man. Yeah. I agree. Well, I mean, listen. I mean, the only other thing I would say about that is I'm pretty sure you guys had played the downstairs before that night. And we did, I had uh, a rock and shock years ago. We played downstairs. So I was super stoked about Not for that. SCP. I will also say um, that was one of the first times, if I recall correctly, um, I could be wrong about this, but I think that it was the first time that Tierre, uh Killer T, I think it was the first time he uh, played. With, with ICP on the main stage like that, I could be wrong. So pretty sure, yeah. Tierra, if I'm wrong about that, please feel free to correct me. I'm 99 percent sure. Was, but um, yeah. that show, and it's so funny we got the way that it happened because I have this again. Like I'm worried. Like I don't want to, you know, I don't want to fucking make waves or whatever. And, and this is one of the reasons I got a lot of love for him. Uh, I was walking outside because the show it was, you know, it was basically over. And you know, you know how I can be at the end of a show. Sometimes I'll go out a little early, like because you know I've seen so many. The, the, I've seen the end of an ICP show so many times that yeah. you know once you've taken it in, it's like all right, I'm gonna go outside and get some air. But I was outside, and I said the you know the back door at the Palladium. Yeah, the ramp. The, the yeah, the, exactly. So I'm looking there, and it's open, and they're doing the whole thing, because the fucking uh, VIPs, or the fucking, you know, the pre-show VIPs. That's so funny now, that's a... You ain't gotta fucking tell me, bro. And that's kind of the point. They all went up, and I was, like, kind of, like, I was edging that direction. And then Fury, who's already up there, was like, hey, come on. And I was like, fuck it. And then that was, and this is my whole deal. I earned it because I I got to play the main stage that night because I how many tickets I sold that was the only reason that happened yeah and because I, I had never actually punted a fago and I did it like at least two or three times is it well, cause, a feeling well because the the tactic for me was and I always wanted to see if it worked it did is you shake it and then you crack it but you don't take it take it off the whole way. 
Exactly. And then you kick it, and then the fucking force knocks it, and then it goes way further because it's basically blasting through the cap that's almost off. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. Like, I never punt them, though, because I'm like Charlie Brown. What I do is I shake it, twist it so it's not all the way, so it's straightened out, and then I just fucking toss it as far as I can, and I love watching it go fucking... I, oh, I, bro, I feel that. And I'm, like, really standing on that. top of the bucket. My goal whenever I do it is because it gets cleared out so fast is to just stand on top of the empty bucket and then whatever fucking right, runs, right. you know. It's funny, I, I, you, I've you done notice a while they don't ice the Fago as much anymore. They don't ice the Fago. <laughs> there was a time. There was a time. But you know what's funny is back then, like, crowd surfing, moshing, drugs, like, any, he could have been, he could have been hot, but, like, the fact that it was a liquid of any kind. Oh, yeah. It was Oh, no, gold, it's, oh, no, gold, and by the way, uh, that's a thousand percent part of it, and yeah. that's why the experience is so great. Yeah. Like... No, You're dude, dead, I'll tell you right now. All of a like, sudden, you guzzle half of a liter of Diet Cola. <laughs> oh, bro. Tell, oh, come on. You're reinvigorated. Tell me, tell me that it's not. Yeah, but so the that's. Caffeine that, and aspartame hits your fucking brain. Look, you, you want to know what? You go off. That was definitely part of it, I'm sure. But, <laughs> quite frankly, I think that. Because that's supposed to be. Like, think about it. People will pay $20,000 to Taylor Swift. Yeah. And I don't know if that's just a status thing or whatever, but it's the idea of going to the show and singing along and being part of this thing that's bigger than you. And the idea of being able to do that while also having somebody throw soda at you yeah. while you're probably on some kind of psychedelic drug, which, by the way, there is fucking research that's been done that show that... Now, you know what? Removing nitrous... Removing nitrous. What would you say are the two most prevalent drugs at the gathering? And let's also remove the idea that nowadays people bring shit like fucking drugs now. Well, uh, definitely LSD for sure. That's for number one. Number one, and then ecstasy after that. Thank you. Yeah. And to my point, MDMA and fucking psilocybin have both been proven to have serious fucking. Uh, positive effects when dealing with depression, mental illness. Oh, dude, everybody is going through it. Like, everybody who keeps a therapist so bad just waits and bottles it up and then they let it loose. Just like Saturnalia. You know what I mean? That, like, bro, that's exactly... Bro, like, that's... You know? Listen, it's funny you would say that because fucking back at the um, the, the hoedown in uh, back, 2021. Back at the hotel. Back at the hotel, 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 back at the hotel. Yo, for a second I was lost, kid. I'm like, <laughs> no, oh, so all this, right. So, Word. it was in, so in West Virginia. <laughs> That's so this funny. Was, Juggalo Day did a hotel. Right? <laughs> was that Juggalo Day? Is that what that was? I, you know I, I don't know, dude. I, like, I, no, no, wasn't that the Furious? Uh, whatever it was one of those shows five, where you get a action, coin. Yeah, Action which, 5. I don't think they're did actually you get a coin? Gonna, I don't think I did get a Let coin. Let me see your juggalo coin. Yeah, really. Cloud coins. <laughs> cloud coins. Literal cloud tokens. Bond coin. But so, went to that. And I actually had this thing for a while. But Can you then, do me a favor real quick? Yeah, sure. Can you pause this so I can take a piss? Yes. We will do that indeed. Imagine your cloud coin. Cloud coins accepted only at the finest purveyors of cloud accoutrement. So I um, 
talking about LSD. Well, no, but so, but what so there. Well, but so number one, just to quickly make on that point of, um, I heard something recently or read something recently that um, there was a study done where somewhere people go to these uh, like cash busters or whatever they go to these different festivals and test the drugs, and apparently the gathering has the cleanest drugs out of all of the. Uh, out of all the different it's because uh, it's more inclusive not inclusive but like it's not Bonnaroo I know it, what I, like, number one I think you're right about that but well so it is it is a much more inclusive way less people would go to that just for the sake of going to exactly well, you know you realize a lot of people go to you're getting risked you're risking now and this makes me sound old but like now dude like I hear stories about people like with like super soakers of piss and like crazy shit you know what i mean like so your average person selling drugs who wants to just make money isn't like gonna go through all that with well all so those. at the gathering i will say it kind of depends because i'll tell you right now in uh the earlier like in the hog rock years oh uh, they were fucking hustling. oh yeah they're holy shit oh uh, yeah i feel like it like ballooned up to like the I don't even know, like an event horizon with that shit. You know what I mean? Like, and then it kind of like shrunk back down, and that kind of like weeded out. But then I, I, I didn't go for a long time. The fact is, there's a lot of there's a lot of drugs at the gathering, and I um, think that uh, if you could, I don't know what it means now. Maybe definitely during an ICP set, but like in the Doc Lotus fucking era, like the psychedelic. Oh, drug use and then like bro i remember watching the thing is is i remember and it's funny that you had said that the dark lotus set at your first gathering 2008 dude that so you were there you were there 2008 at the the gathering funny story that year i actually uh that was the first year i ever missed lotus the opaque brotherhood set i was on like five hits of acid and i was at like i was we were all the universal consciousness consciousness that night you know what i mean and like acid and i had a bad experience that gathering so maybe i I just wasn't meant to fucking have it that way it was but like we've all you can plug into many years with the same thing no i know true indeed and icp says that same oneness but no you said your first gathering was uh 2006 yeah yeah and the doc loaded that loaded set that was this gives me you know because i I forgot to complete the point that I was making, like, talking about how, like, seeing how real uh, they are as people, you know what I mean? Because they came out and fumbled the line immediately. I think it was Kaboom. It was, like, fucking, they came came out and was like, and they were wearing, like, these elaborate-ass costumes and were clearly drunk, and I was so young, I was probably, like, 17, and I was, like, Wow, like I'm very in the moment here, and I, but I'm with it enough, like because I wasn't tripping balls. See, or anything. that was, I was the difference. Like, is it was the first time that I had ever. And I don't know what they were, but it was one of the first times I think that I had ever rolled. And I got some fuck. Oh yeah, so you've seen them as samurai. <laughs> you probably knew it. I don't were. even remember it. I just remember loving it. <laughs> and no, but here was the other thing, because then I remember, because this shit had me flying for hours, and. I was going to the fucking uh, riders set at like two that in the morning. That riders set was the shit. 
Oh, uh, bro, I was there. Fuck, I remember running into Tracy and Cracker and. Uh, Didn't Players Lounge crew open up for him? They, I think they actually well, might potluck. have. Well, maybe they, all no, of them. I don't think Potluck was actually out by them. Could no, be wrong Potluck about that. was there that year. Oh, maybe. Yeah. All right, fair enough. I don't think that they did. Was there, no, I remember stage. that. No, no, that with I remember. the girls with the bananas and shit. No, that I didn't see. Oh, I remember that they nice. played, but I don't. I don't know that I saw their set. But no, the Riders set. I just remember being, and this was at a time where, like, it's funny because I don't like it happened that way. I think for Lotus the last time, which I actually, it's a shame. I was sitting there waiting. seen them so many times at this point I was waiting at that stage because this was the wizard gathering I don't remember if you went to Lotus or not no I skipped it it was at like 4 in the morning wasn't it and not only that but that was the, if it wasn't late. if it was at, no that's what I was going to say if it was at 4 in the morning it was because it was scheduled to be at 2 <laughs> and that was the point I was waiting there with fucking uh, Ninja Mikey who I fucking love and we he was when he gets drunk I, I love his like his energy yeah and he was like, it wasn't even like I was having a good time hanging with him, but eventually it was just like, fuck, man. <laughs> like two hours? <laughs> Where the fuck are they? The place isn't that big. Cut the J, just like. How far could they have gotten? I know you gotta take a nap and shit, but like, no, and I'm not even hating on them. I'm just saying, like, as long as it was, I was just like, and this is what I was saying earlier, this juggalo that I've been. Seen him so many times, I was just like, God, ah, it's cool, I'll see him again. Yep. And then lo and behold, not long after that is when the true division began. Yeah. And now it really is like, it sucks because there are a lot of people that are caught in the middle of it, but it seems like, at least from one side, there is just no hope of reconciliation whatsoever. And, excuse me, it's funny because, like, not actually my fucking beef, but I will say that I've changed the way that I think about that whole situation, and I'll tell you why. And you're frankly one of the few people that can actually appreciate what, like, what I'm saying when I say this is, Brandon used to say shit like that to me, like, you wouldn't be nothing if I didn't fucking put you on. Like, and I have enough fucking self-esteem issues that I was willing to believe it, regardless of the fact that I showed up here with more equity than fucking anybody. And fucking, but then working with like, working with you guys, I remember there was more like, y'all can actually rap and fucking like, we're actually like, you know, doing the fucking thing. And it was like, it's crazy to me how everything eventually broke down out here. But I just remember being told you wouldn't be shit if it wasn't for me. It's basically like, it makes you want to be like, nah, all right, fine, fuck you. I'm going to do my own thing. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. That's how it is, and that's how it is. And that was how I felt about the Twisted thing for a long time. Because the way that I had heard it was that it kind of went that way. That Jay would say shit like that. And them having had the beginning that they did, where people did know who they were, outside of just psychopathic. But then, I, I actually, I had this epiphany the other day. No bullshit. I was listening to, um, I, whatever I was listening to, Spotify, a lot of the time, will go to one track or another from Psychopathic's catalog. And a lot of the time, it's uh, Bust Your Head Open. I guess it's probably another Psychopathic track that has a lot of of years. And I just... 
uh, Paul's line. We got a mark on your planet Earth. You got a rectal tube, like sure. That's where it's kind of like, if that's how you felt, then why the fuck did you like? Because I never. They, they want steady paychecks too. You know. I will, and so that's kind of the again. That's the problem is that. I don't know what the fine print looked like. I don't know what bank accounts really look like by, you know, by the end of the day. And they have kids, so that's a really important fucking consideration. Did you ever watch the long-ass interview that uh, ICP did with Scotty D, where they really fleshed out their side of the story? I want to know what because I he, remember having watched some you know of the way it came out. No, no, tra- and, and you I, know what? I, which, I, by yeah. the way, this is one of the reasons why I really trust your opinion on shit like this. Because I, you know that we are of a very a similar mind of like morality and decency and shit. And so for that reason, when it comes to these kinds of things, if I don't happen to know specifically, I would absolutely defer to you because I know that you're not on some fuck shit, quite frankly. Because I was very interested to hear what everything in like, honestly, it was a bear all in a way that like changed everything it was another like watershed moment in the juggalo culture really it's that big of an interview because they talk about fucking samantha being pregnant with fucking young wicked and like uh, kid and all of that shit you know what i mean and that all the stems and goes back i can't believe we're talking about this now but it is a juggalo podcast so fucking here it is no that's not because you want to know what you know, man like, that's well this is kind of the thing like if you were more want to really take it back i mean bro at this point i don't think that there's any fucking uh nobody's gonna accuse us of lying to say that um Pretty sure that Axe Murder Boys were like buying votes from people. Uh, oh yeah, with, with, the, the, yeah. with the psycho with the Yo, tokens honestly, and shit. When that uh, contest happened, I really liked Players Lounge Crew because they worked with like Lunatic. Do you ever you remember Lunatics Productions? Oh bro, no, shit? I remember like, PLC. Fucking uh, what's his name? Mirnas uh, played the uh, the gathering, played main stage last year. Yeah, they're they're good. You know what I mean? No, absolutely. Like, and they no, had, they they had the popular vote. That's why all point. elections suck, motherfucker. Even I'd the, be willing to bet. Even that underground again, psychos. Number one, I ago. was told that. I can't believe I've been told psychos. from multiple people from back during around that time that the Axe Murder Boys crew. Because there was a lot of people rolling with them. Well, they're heavy in Denver. Remember that yeah. dude, Chop, who was. Uh, yeah. I never met him. I've, I've heard a lot about him, but I never met him. He was a character. He was like their Sounds dead. Right. He was like their I actually no, I did meet him once, but I thought that he was one of the guys from the group, and it turned out that he wasn't. Nah, but he was like he was a, a very interesting character. He was sure. a roadie for ICP. Right. You know what I mean? And like was part of their street, whatever. You know. Um, but yeah, fucking that was that was a whole that was really born of the gathering, I imagine too. I mean, you were there. Earlier in the development of that, like, you know. So the funny thing is, was there that culture in the first two few years? Like, people, like, heavily promoting and shit? Because by the time I was there at the sixth annual, there was already a built in culture of, you know, Axe Murder Boys. You wanna know what? I'm gonna tell you like this. I think. The floodgates were wide open. Well, so. I was promoting my shit, put it that way. So this is what I can tell you is that. My life went in such a way that from the 2004 gathering, shortly following that is when I ended up linking up with 
not linking up with, fucking Jay reaches out to me, we communicate, and then I flies me out to uh, Michigan. Where I'm gonna say something different about this in a minute, but just for anybody that's listening that might not be aware, he had heard a song that I had done, he liked it, wanted to work with me for some you know brief period for whatever reason, and um, he was the one that decided that uh, the name Mad Max would be better because I was going by Darkness, and it was like really the name was kind of whack, and I think he just didn't want to. Be I a am dick. the Darkness. I think he just didn't want to be a dick. White Darkness. <laughs> it was no. Listen, fair enough. I think that it was, especially the way that I spelled it, capital D, lowercase a, r, capital K, capital Oh, no, dude. Lowercase e, s, capital S. You're listening to Carnival Rides. (laughs) Fuck you. Yeah, see, he did that because that was a name that I thought of for the fucking podcast, and he obviously thought it was corny. That's a callback for us. So he dropped it on me at the fucking corniest moment possible of me just being... Corn on the fucking cob, but no. Listen, bro. You're listening to darkness on the. Oh yeah. No, but you want to know what? I will also say it speaks to the kind of person that Jay is. That he wasn't just like. Listen, bro. He was like. No, well, he was like. He wasn't like. Listen, he didn't like just come straight out and be like, nah, bro. Like, come on, the name is kind of whack. You know what I mean? But here's the thing. How did he say it to you? He told me that there would be an issue with the website because there's a band called Dark. Ah, and there is. There is. Oh, no, and there is. I believe in a thing called love. <laughs> but... The, he was just listening to the rhythm of the odd. That's bad. And it's, it's good that he did that because Mad you Max... You should have been listening up, to his. I, well, listen... Saved and, him some trouble. Well, it's a funny thing because the, I, I have to wonder if the reason why it didn't work out is because, A, he just didn't... We didn't gel as people. He didn't like hanging out with me. I came from fucking suburbia. I was a 19-year-old child. Yeah, you're also fucking 19. Yeah. You know? So like, there, you know, there's a lot of different factors there. Because again, they booked me to play the gathering years later. If he was like, fuck that guy, I can't imagine they would do that. So yeah. the idea being just that, like, I wonder if it was that or if it was, because I have heard, that, you know, from the people that have actually had to, I don't know, work under him is the right word, but like when he had more creative say on their lyrics specifically, with like ABK I've heard that he can be very rigorous about things and about how he wants them. And I do remember him suggesting something and then me kind of shooting it down and being like, ah, I don't, I don't think that really fits the song. And if I recall correctly, it was in the coming in the song, "Come and Get Me." Fucking the, the hook is uh, Mad Max got the tracks to make you scream, and he suggested uh, Mad Max got the axe to make you bleed. And I was just like, I. I, you know, it's good, but it's. I don't feel like the rest of the song doesn't really have that feel to it, where I don't know if that would. And maybe it's that. Here's the other thing. I and I may have even said this before on a podcast before, but I. It, it was always a regret to me because I just I was so fucking starstruck, 19 year old kid at the fucking Lotus Club, and I've been listening to ICP since I was a teenager. Like, I my mind was entirely blown, and I I remember him saying something about them having different. Polar Bear was the guy's name. He could have been talking about Cooper. He could have also been talking about anybody else. He said something about, like, the beats cost $5,000. But I remember him saying, like, oh, well, you know, if this doesn't work, we'll just make a track on a new one, on a different beat. And I got to tell you, knowing the kind of person that Jay is as the years have gone by, and I've just kind of watched the way that the music has been made and how he does things, I know for a fact that I was being tested, and I failed. Because... What I should have said was, 
oh, let's just fucking make something new. Like, let's just make a new song. Like, what the fuck? It, it, that's cool. But why not just make something completely different? And because that is the, that's the creative process. And I didn't realize what was happening. And I was just trying to, like, play it cool and do what I had to do. But it's also funny because then again, years later in 2008, where, again, we had never communicated after that. Like, we had talked briefly. But I have heard, and this was something I alluded to earlier, I, if not heard, just kind of noticed, like, on Yum Yum Bethel, uh, Zitro, I think is his name, super cool dude, solid guy, can rap his ass off, um, I remember meeting him at, I think it was a Razakel show in New Hampshire once, really cool guy, I remember him getting shouted out in the book on Yum Yum Bedlam, like, they basically said like they were signing him or something, and then, I seen him post on Facebook not terribly long ago, something along the lines of, like, I quit that, something like that, and it just gives me this feeling of like, Jay must be a very, very, because you know he is obviously the creative driving force behind Well, so would much you like to hear that story? Because I watched it live, because you know I was a big ICP network guy. Oh, is, oh did this they, come they out? They discovered him with no on, shit. Oh, on the Juggalo Gong show? Or? Yeah, okay. exactly. And Jay was uh, looking like he was having fun and was like, hey, I want he was still rapping and he was yelling over it. I want to sign you. Let's sign him. And this, that's what was so funny about it. Um, and just so for all the people listening, I'm not a hater. I'm just very objective and real about what now, I bro, see. Nobody you know, can like, no, listen at this point. Know, like, uh, like, Our juggalo credentials are well stamped. Yeah, so like, because like, I love these. I defend them almost every day. Oh, of yeah. My no, life. we have. Oh, yeah. We but, have literally so that's shed why, blood over this shit. So that's times. why I can call, you know. A spade a spade and Jay was fucked up and he was just gassed like I want to sign him and then looking at Shaggy I feel so bad for Shaggy over the years because like he just kind of just was like his eyes widen what happens is his eyes widen because he knows that he can't like he'll he, he'll just start an argument because Jay's crazy enough too where he'll literally fucking argue with the motherfucker no, so he sure. just from the minute they saw him and you know what's funny is that Vicky thought he was so whack because he was like the song was something with like this laugh track at, for the hook. Okay. So it's like and you go ah, ha, 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 whatever it is, and he had this little dance where he was like. <laughs> so he's dancing and he's smiling for people listening, and uh, Vicky was just laughing because he's like he does that so like gimmicky and like you know like and Jay was gassed about it because it was very old school, you know, it was like 1990s horrorcore, you know, okay. like All right. with a laugh track and he's like he's, he's got a cool see. colored mohawk or contact lenses you know, like, well no, he definitely does have he the, very, the, uh, had the look, you know he does have like, a look going on, and no, I think listen. they looked at the logistics and they're like yo, we literally just closed the headquarters and the streaming has failed, you're dying you know, like fucking, like. Let's, I well, so I don't. I'm just I'm, being hyperbolic. Seen, no, fair like, enough. But, but I like, mean, you've seen the pictures. He does uh, look like he's doing a lot. No, 100. percent So that's always good. To see. I think that a lot of that is stress induced oh, and yeah. drugs. Oh, yeah. And okay. if you're fucked up and just putting that kind of stress on you, like, oh, we're, we've been liquidating the talents that we have had, and now we're gonna sign another guy. You know what I mean? Like, 
they were literally in the process of getting rid of their warehouse that they worked to get. Oh, I don't know, bro. That was where I fucking... That was where I had gone out to see. That was one of those... they painted it in a positive light, but, you know, maybe that is a good thing that they liquidated their warehouse. Well, no, because you want to know what I think it comes down to is that the reality is during that time when Twisted was a major earner for psychopathic and when it was more... At least whether or not it was real on the inside, when there was more solidarity, like a Dark Lotus tour was a big thing. There was a synergy. It was a machine for almost a decade. And where so, like there was always three tours a year. Right. You know what I and mean? That, well, like, so that's what I mean, man. Is that they did that shit for so long, and it's a they lot really of money worked. to be made. And one thing to circle back to, uh, we've completely gone off the rails with gathering shit. Well, the, yeah, but, but you want to know back, what? I think that it does all circle back. Go back to go back to that interview that Jay did about everything. He was talking about the fundamental problem, right? Is that okay. they when Lotus happened, they owned the rights. And things have changed though, because like he said, did your saying or No, psychopathic owned Doc Lotus, and this is what I'll tell you what I've heard, and then what Jay said. Okay. So I've heard that he only paid them like XYZ per song. Like say we did a group together and I just paid you a hundred dollars. No, I oh no, yeah, no, flat rate. I know flat flat rate, rate, you know, but like I guess a decent amount, but like a flat rate for every song. Oh no, which is realistically is fucking insane. And and didn't split um (coughs) the the royalties. And that was, but like, what's interesting is that like, Twisted has been using the Lotus insignia and doing that shit. Um, and I thought that there was some kind of, and I can't remember that. I'd have to re- rewatch it. But essentially, it boiled down to he didn't, uh, Jay didn't want to give up like those masters. And what's funny was he was talking about. Go ahead. Uh, he was talking about how uh, uh, you don't give up your masters, and that's why it's a, it's a muddy it's 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 muddy waters here because he was talking about how like everybody knows you don't give up your masters, you don't give up your masters, and uh, I I think that it's a uh, I, don't know. I well it's that I remember hearing that they did Wish of the Hood for the Rainbow Masters. Yep. So the, so there you go. I think. Uh, they were trying to reach some agreement on the, the Lotus Masters, and... Well, that's an interesting thing, because they've always done Lotus Versus in their shows. Yeah. And, and I think they sell Lotus merch now, I'm pretty sure. So they maybe, do Dark Lotus fucking photo ops at Astronomicon, that sounds like fucking intellectual property. Yeah, so I'm really curious to see who owns that. Monster, bro. Um, <coughs> but, like, to go back to that... There's never been a major rebuttal. Granted, Magic Ninja... Well, Twisted Fudge, uh, uh, fucking Monoxide, apparently. Oh. Uh, so, so there's one thing right there. No, no, I know, but it's like, but there's he, so many people, it's too little too late. And also, a lot of um, people allude to they probably signed an NBA that is still in effect, I'm guessing. You know, I don't know yeah, that. Yeah, you would think, to be- some extent, probably. Because you'd think that they would have put out some kind of rebuttal, like, but again, they, like, Bagel Lovers is pretty much I an thought extent. that Twisted has definitely spoken out about, like, not marching and 
like that they're just their general. I thought they had spoken out on the split. I've only seen like little videos here and there of um, like Monoxide on YouTube, like in his car, but like speaking in vague terms. You want to know why? Not I like a sit-down interview that's something like fucking that an I, hour long. Well, something that I unless they have done that, that, that could have. Yeah, well, that so I haven't heard it if they have. But I feel but like that would have been pretty like substantial news. Like all I ever see is like knowing they, as much as you follow. If you haven't seen something like that, then. I would have but to at the same time, they don't like... have. They don't have a. Here's the whole dynamic. If I can spit this out correctly, they don't have a news source like how Fago Lovers is almost a direct mouthpiece for psychopathic at this point. You know what I mean? Because they did this well, tell they all can they can be for for twisted too. They want to. They still post they, anything. A hundred percent. So holding on to that thought, if they were to go against something that could possibly like fuck up their cash flow and put out an interview that like outlines like that you have to make it not you have to make a decision but like here's the stock reality no listen i first of all i do know what you're saying they, they, they want i play. do think that scotty probably would not put out a he wouldn't put out an interview i think he would i think would twisted be... wouldn't do it is what i'm saying oh okay i well, know and by the way shout out to scotty i don't no, think no, no. that i just think that twisted wouldn't do that because it would fuck their money up too much because that they could potentially lose well, because I the, the only reason I'm even saying this is because I thought I really thought that they had already done that. But no, by the way, Scotty we can is fact check this too before Scotty is up. one of the only people, and it's funny because I try to remind people of this uh, when it becomes relevant. Is that he has been doing this much like you know again Juggalo News has been around for a very long time. It's changed hands a lot of times, but Fagel Lovers has been Scotty pretty much the entire time, and he's got a family got a life and you know he's got a job he takes care of shit but he does shit for real yeah for a lot of these people like he works the gathering like he is employed yeah and i think that like having that level of dedication is it's funny because with juggalo shit so many different times i've seen it where that is a thing where that's why there have been the rumors of oh these people will work the fucking gathering and they don't get paid because they're just so excited to do it and so excited to be a part of something that they'll do it and then end up having to wait a long time to get their money I think that they, you know like I can't remember which gathering it was but I do remember hearing about that. yeah they do that shit all the time bro when we fucking played last year the guy who was the stage manager was like this 20 something motherfucker who literally when it came down to it when we were going in there cause we all know how it went how crazy that went last year. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's a, and, and you want to know what? That's the story we can close on. Oh, no, my Lord, But dude. So, go ahead. Uh, just the stage manager last year at, what was it, the Nightmare Stage? Is that yes. what it was called? Yes. The Nightmare Stage? Oh, man. At the Nightmare Art Stage. Art imitating reality. I got the sword, not the cord. Oh, my God. That, I swear to God. On my, watched, on my deathbed. I saw these grays come in. Oh, yeah. I in believe real it. time. I believe it just... It went. It went. It went. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not even lying to you. I really watched that happen. Oh, no, dude. Like, I don't I doubt it. No, bro. Everything that happen I... Everything that eyes. I put... In, well, but so... Oh, so we're going to get to this in a moment, but... <laughs> everything that I put into that fucking set. Everything that I had done. And then at that last crucial moment, which everything got fucked up because of the rain. But then at that last crucial moment, because I know you didn't mean to say it that way, I got the sword, but not the cord. 
that is just literally, and again, I'm glad that I got these grays to fucking remember it because that, quite frankly, in retrospect, just makes it all worthwhile. Like, something, a memory like that, where, because again, the set was still regarded as good. Derek makes a good point, though. He's like, imagine if I did have the cord. I didn't, it wouldn't just automatically be playing. He would have been sitting there fumbling, putting the thing on. Yeah, but there still would have been a possibility that we could have gotten No, no, no. So there's that. You're right. But, with that set, the set still went off well. I'm happy with it. (laughs) At the end of the day. It was fucking madness. No, I well, hey, that's, that's what I do. But my thing is this, that I was as out of shape then as I've ever been. And I think that as far as the performance went, because you did do a good job hyping, I think that the people that I know, unless people are, unless it's like, have you ever seen that Tenacious D sketch? Where it's Which like, one? or the, uh, the Mr. Show sketch, where it's like, he's going to die, but he's not going to die. It's like a disease. And they keep calling him, like, no, you, you suck. And then the, the, the guy's mom calls him, and then it's like, oh, no, he's going to die. No, so go, we actually tell him he's good. And then it's like, unless that's basically what's going on, I have people telling me that that set was really good. Yeah. And so at that point, I'm like, that's the magic of the carnival. Like you would say Saturnalia. Like that's literally what carnival translates into, Saturnalia. In, in, uh, well, at least other people think. Is, because uh, when I went, when I did that show, you I know always, what Saturnalia is? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yo, that's a, yeah, no, but that's kind of my point. Yeah. That's exactly my point. Is that what happens at the gathering and what happens with Juggalo shit is way beyond just music or even like. Because I understand that, like, we're not the first culture of, like, music festivals where people take mind altering drugs. Like, music festivals like that, even before Woodstock, have been a thing for a long time. There was a fucking music festival where fucking some, some Hell's Angel. Stabbed a fucking uh, stabbed somebody. Oh, that's in front Alta, of Mickey. That's Altamont. Yeah, Rolling Stones. Crazy played. shit. Yeah, I used to but so yeah. my point is that the gathering has taken on so many different shapes over the years, and for it to become what it is now is like it's funny because you do still see young kids, and that right there, and not just young kids that are there just getting fucked up, but you see young kids there like decked out, painted up, kids that like get it. And I think that it's a funny thing where a lot of people are caught up now in trying to be involved in it. Like for me, you heard that, you heard the song, the uh, fucking uh, Merry Go Round Broke Oh yeah, so Like, good. this shit is so fucking real to, to us. Like, it's hard to explain to people. It's kind of like, it makes me feel like the kind of thing where from, I guess, like an artistic perspective, like... When you like super like like studying like the Mayans or like fucking the, like a Graham Hancock the the ancient the fucking oh, like when you thing. see this thing where it's like you can so fucking clearly see what's going on and you're trying to fucking tell people and be excited about it like do you, like look do you see it do you see what's going on here and it, people just don't like they just don't have the fucking capacity. And it's so funny, too, because Graham Hancock was saying the same thing. Psychedelics is, like, a huge part of, like, just getting Cultural to that point of your life. where you, Yeah, like, of your brain, where you need to, like, you actually need to go to those places sometimes. And you need to fucking get a different, a, a fresh perspective, basically. And just the idea that 
Juggalo shit has been so psychedelic centric for so long and the idea that the gathering was like for the longest time like bro I for sure saw a UFO in 2008 for sure I saw somebody else seen it and saw somebody else seen it like I, I believe it dude we were there with the year when all the butterflies fucking came came through, like a monarch migration came through the fucking grounds real quick. I do not. And that's why there's something to, you know, Akashic Record and like all that shit. Oh, no, and le- unless you've actually experienced it, you can't speak on it. No, and that's no, what's I mean, like that. And especially at at Hog Rock, because it was so isolated from society. Like, and our phones didn't work. Right. You know what I mean? That we were real plugged into, like, fucking. Well, but so, interesting story. In fucking 2004, 2003. So, this was the first year that they had ever done it outdoors. Bear that in mind. And this was also the year in November of 2003 they would release Shangri La. So we were coasting on that And at the end of ICP set, because the entire time, it was beautiful sunny weather. Whole time. And then literally almost as almost as soon as ICP set in. Where like, it was weird actually, because this was the sequence of the I randomly had had the thought of like, wow, I haven't been able to really like, there was a situation earlier in that thing where I ended up whole experience where I was talking, excuse me, I was talking to some chick, and then she basically got scooped out from under me, and there was that, but so then I ended up meeting a chick right after ICP, and then we fucking, like she had a car, we went like around wherever, and she had a period, but we fucked, and like right as soon as we were done, just you could see fucking uh, the lightning flash in the back in the, off in the distance and it was like it was kind of crazy and like not long after that just torrential downpour like some of the heaviest rain I've ever seen in my life and I remember and this was at Crystal Forest I remember finding like a drain pipe like it was this big pipe and I was in there with like four or five different people and they were all cool like nothing crazy happened I remember being sad nobody had weed. But fucking, I got out of there and I, I, my sleeping bag was ruined. But I was able to get in, I was able to fucking find the guys who I rode with to the gathering, who I found from the original gathering boards. Bro, I was living in Seaside Heights, New Jersey on the boardwalk at the time. And I was communicating with these guys through the internet. And I've used the fucking internet at my job, working on the fucking pier, on the carnival games, to fucking check the message to make, like, at the last minute, to make sure that these guys fucking picked me up. These were guys that fucking, they were, like, juggalo rappers, basically. They did a song, and they had fucking, uh, paper mache dicks that had, um, uh, whipped cream canisters in them. No. And they would do a song called Bukaki, and they would spray, like, spray cum on people with the fucking... That's awesome. No, and the fact that that was the first fucking time I ever rode to the gathering was some fucking, like, juggalo rappers doing some shit like that. Because they were going to do it for the... I wrote some shit for the MC contest, but I didn't end up using it. I didn't end up doing it. I was just caught up in the moment. But, like, just that fucking downpour after 2003, just, like... And it rained in 2004, but it also... It just rained in the middle of the gathering, whereas in 2003, 
beautiful the whole time. And then at the very end, it just like I can't even explain this ring. It's like it was and again it's because it, you don't want to call it a religious experience necessarily because you don't want to ascribe religion to these very fallible men. But at the same time, you know, the drugs definitely do play a part. We'd be lying if we said it didn't, but there is definitely something spiritual. You take what it is. Like, for sure, for sure. It's nothing with just the men, but you take the men, you take the people who follow it, you take the drugs, you take the environment, and then you put it together, and it's just something that is fucking... It's worth, it's worth giving your entire life to, yeah, it's, basically, it's, in, in some ways. It's re- well, because you're going to do that in some instances. in my case. You're going to do that. It's a human trait, you know what I mean? Like, you're going to do it with some institution, whether it's, like, education, your job, the military. What are you going to do it well, with? Well, but know, I like, think that a lot of people can occupy those spaces and not necessarily give up their entire self to them. But I do agree with what you're saying is that even it like, is always, even there the is always going to be... Dude, even the most, like, atheist, like, especially us being millennials, is, like, a lot of, like, hardcore atheists in our generation. And they're, like, hella political. God damn it, the fucking technology is... It's it's tricking us. But... Where are we at, anyways? It's almost midnight. Yeah, no, for sure. No, we've been going for a while. That's why I was saying we were going to be fucking tapering off here. But, no, just to kind of... <clears throat> finish on what you were saying before I think that it is a very like it, 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 I can't remember who it is that said it but something like you know like whatever you do all the time whatever you spend all your time with like you know you talked about this that's the, you know, the television religion like whatever you give all your time to whatever you like that's essentially what you're worshipping and I don't give um juggalo shit the same level of like I'm trying to think of the right word here the same level of space in my life that I used to it is still a huge huge part of my life but I don't follow it in a way where I am going to get like heavily caught up in the like because I'm not going to get upset about this Like, I'm not even going to talk about what the fuck it was, but there's, you know, anytime there's some kind of fucking online drama, like, I do find myself... You always have something to say. Well, I know, you know, I always have something to say about it, but I, well, but so here's the problem with that, especially based on what I'm trying to do here with this, is that, like, there's not that many people out there who are loquacious. And who are also, like, super down for juggalo shit in an unironic way. Because there's a lot of people that look at the fucking culture, because it's huge. Juggalos are fucking identifiable. It's a look that you can tell that's what they are. And to a certain extent, we've all been, we've all repped that look at one time or another. Yeah. And so I think that, like, the idea that we're looked at as just completely fucking ignorant idiots... Like, there are some bad ones out there. Like, Jacob Rubita, he was from out here, wasn't he? Like, this general area. Which one is that? You don't remember him? He was the one that killed his girlfriend. And then was, uh, then, like, killed himself in the car. 
No, I, I remember the guy who uh, killed. He's got to kill the... somebody with hatchet. Ah, yeah, the gay bar. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I didn't remember his name. Yeah. He was from this general yeah, area. Yeah, New Bedford, was... man. And so it's like juggalos definitely do it. Like the idea of being a juggalo does attract some inherently fucked up shit. But it's just, I really do think that when you look at it. Every there's always fucked up shit everywhere you go, no matter how you no matter how you slice it. And so like it, it, the fact that it has been what it has been for so long, like I really don't think that people give psychopathic records as an independent label or ICP as an independent act. I don't know that people actually give them the credit that they deserve as far as like actually being able to maintain this shit that they've been doing for now how many gatherings is this 24 yeah five something like that yeah because last year was it is this the 25th i'm not sure because i remember thinking last year when i feel like they would be playing that up way higher if it was must be the 24th well it's 20 gay you would think if not the 23rd was the first one, 99, so it's the 24th. Well, but they also missed 2020. So, this is pretty sad, we don't know which one it is, but... Well, no, listen, bro, but that's also kind of the beauty of it. There's not that many festivals that have run 20 plus years. Yeah. You understand that Jay has had a child, and it has grown to adult... Two children that have grown to adulthood in in that time? Oh, yeah. Like, the idea that Jay's children are old enough that, technically speaking, they can go to the gathering whether or not Jay fucking says he can go. Now, they've been going for a long time. Yeah. I'm sure. I don't... Ruby, I'm not sure to what extent. She seems like a really intelligent kid, um, but she also seems, like, very, like... She has her Discord that Jay apparently, you know, occasionally posts. Um, But... JJ, I actually, I don't know anything about him, but I seen Jay fucking post him on Instagram for his birthday the other day. But fucking, they're old enough now that, again, they can just go if they want to and just be able to see it for what it actually is. And I don't think enough, I don't think a lot of people would actually know who they were. Yeah. Like, that would be a crazy experience, don't you think? Yeah. Like, I could only imagine. But I, the other thing, too, again, I'm led to believe from, like, Jay, like, JJ has done some stuff, right? I know Ruby did the, uh, the Snake Busters, uh, for a bit, and did some the of that stuff. The only thing I JJ was on... Did Bad Bad Man or some shit, Yeah, right? when he was a little kid. So I, okay, so yeah. I'm just trying, I, so I do remember yeah, that, he, though, at least. he did that when he was a little kid, and then I seen him on the Juggalo, um, news, not Juggalo News, um... The uh, ICP network when they were doing the streaming. Oh no! I okay. He popped in a couple times. They oh, did like they did like an escape room. It was like I Jay think I remember and his hearing kid about that. versus like Shaggy and Ouija Mac or uh, something like that. Like interesting. Yeah. I that is a Ouija Mac just put another video out recently. That, like they have really solid fucking uh, really solid production value. Like that's why. My thing with Ouija is that whether or not you like his music, the fact that he has been putting on for Juggalos like he has been for like as long as he's been, it's like it becomes a thing where if you say Juggalo, Ouija Max is not the first shit that's gonna come up. Like if you Google Juggalo, 
ICP is going to come up with it. Yeah. If not, maybe the gathering of Juggalos, but probably ICP is going to come up. Juggalos is just so ubiquitous that you can type in Juggalo into AI prompts and it will give you something that looks kind of like Juggalo. Yeah. That means there's a lot of fucking pictures of Juggalos on the internet. Yeah. Like, that's kind of fucking crazy, quite frankly. And the idea that Ouija is continuing to, like, I don't know if you saw recently with this uh, new album, Detritus, that he did, or I actually don't know how to pronounce it, but he did this thing where have you seen those pictures where it said have you seen this man in your dreams yeah there was the one thing so he like had his face looking like that and there was a phone number on there and so it was this whole thing I didn't actually go through and do it but I thought that was really cool because I love that it took me exactly it it took me back to the days of the uh, hotline the chats yeah thank you for completely fucking ruining the uh, recording but go ahead continue Yes, that's exactly what I'm doing. Oh, but uh, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, I'm pretty sure the cash is down, too, which is even fucking better. But what exactly was I just saying? Does that thing kind of throw me off pretty hard? I can't remember. God damn it. We can bring it back. I'm sure we could. I could listen to it and then roll it in. But like you said, it is getting very late, so we probably should fucking... Uh... Oh, God damn it. Oh, you're talking about Ouija Max. Uh, no, yeah, there you have it. The fact that it, t- it took me back to like the old hotlines and shit, where there was a time where at the end of uh, Tunnel of Love or fucking, uh, I think the Ring Mound, I think uh, Tunnel of Love had this, where if you listen to the thing and or uh, and oh, you dude, got the Tunnel phone number, Love was one of the funniest ones ever. Where they, where oh yeah, because fucking multiple albums they did it. They did it on all. They did it on all the boy Louis drank one. Yeah. Your mama drank another one. And you threw one away. It was and Arctic another one was Sun. Arctic Sun flavor, so you the, threw it away because it, it tastes, tastes like, like shit. Which doesn't make sense because Arctic Sun flavor is great. But in Maybe any case. it's because I'm a Londoner. Oh my god. <laughs> Bro, I Shout remember. Shout out to Legs Diamond. My serious. God, dude. Oh my god. He, another, like, an unsung, literally ironic, unsung hero he, of ICP. My god. So much good shit. Riddlebox, man. Like, Surely look, somebody must be confident that their life wasn't totally Bro, I'm just saying, it's like, to me, this shit has touched so many people in so many different crazy ways. And the fact that it continues to exist to this day, that's why I look at it where I have to wonder if they're going to want to pass it on in a way where... Because nobody's done this yet, and I'm surprised that nobody's done this yet. Cover bands exist everywhere. I mean, you go to Vegas, you can see somebody pretend to be not just Elvis, but any number of different artists. I'm really surprised nobody's done ICB. Because the idea of like, oh, but don't be in the splash zone. You know what I mean? Like, I'm really surprised that nobody has done nothing like that. And I think that it's kind of like, it really is just this un- I'm gonna make experience. a prediction. I'm gonna make a prediction right now. What's that? Some Gen Z brilliant kid is gonna come up with a parody of ICP. Most certainly. I saw some that, kid do something kind of I'm like gonna that make once. that prediction right now. The same way that there's Max Sabbath. You know what Max Sabbath is? Oh, yeah. So some kind of iteration where like it'll be clowns like fucking. 
I mean, I suppose I don't you're know. right, like, but I, no, I see what you're saying. I, I, the way I, I'd be the curious way to see. Go, well, and I don't know. Maybe somebody old. could be the Shane clown posse. Something like that. I and see they, what and you're they saying. They throw water everywhere because it hydrates you. Or, That's but actually. Like, but something <laughs> even more subversive and shit like. No, for sure. You know, because I don't think it's so culturally significant. But and nothing, also, I, I don't also, think anything would ever have the impact that I see. We're so we're getting so old, especially juggalos. Like the other day, I was out at breakfast. And I seen, you know, because I don't have kids, but all of my friends' kids are from like 13 to 16 now. Right. And uh, we're not cool. Like in like we look at like we're not, like, I look <laughs> no, exactly. at like I like, look at like like there's like a there's like a dejected 16 year old kid, and then like a, a motherfucker wearing like a psychopathic like crazy looking hoodie, but they're like 40. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> So yeah, it's so bro. Funny. You go to the so, gathering, you see these fucking so people. They're there. Fucking they're out funny there. to see a kid like fucking embarrassed by the juggalo father. Oh, oh, whatever, the, oh my know, god! Like, and that's such a thing now, and it's such bro. A at thing, the fucking dude. oh my god! At the tooth, at the I think it was no, it was 2021, and fucking this kid is filling balloons out of the fucking uh, out of the whipped cream tank. So not exactly a fucking efficient way of doing. It. Considering that like tanks exist, yeah. And this kid is saying he's 19 years old, and his parents have been bringing him to the gatherings for the last fucking however many years. And it's like, oh my god, it's like took the balloons. Thanks very much, son. And then you walk off, and it's just like Jesus fucking Christ. That's why it's redneck raver bikers. Yes. Because there are genuinely fucking people that would that. bring an 11-year-old child to the fucking gathering and do drugs around That's the craziest shit in the world. Dude, I remember. Like, the idea of bringing your children to the gathering, I don't care. I don't care if this makes people mad. I'm not trying to hate on you. There are ways that you can do it safely. But even if you do it safely at the gathering, I don't want to see just, a kid there, man. You can fucking walk past a gangbang happening. That that's real. That shit happens at the gathering. Nobody can tell me it doesn't. They will fucking have a gangbang on the stage during a fucking scheduled event. So at that point, you could see it at any time. And if you're, if you really want to let your child see a bunch of fucking juggalos fucking each other on a stage, then I question your parenting abilities. I'm sorry. Call it what you want to fucking call it. I would never let my children within a country fucking mile of the gathering. <laughs> Ever. Even once they turn 18, I'd probably still try to tell them not to go. Like, I mean, I'm going to go, but I'm also grown. Uh, I remember, so, I, oh, so there is that, but... I remember seeing this kid, he was probably like yeah, 8 or 11 years old, and he had, a, he had like a, a cardboard sign around his neck that said, um, show me a tits. Jeez. And girls were doing it. I bet and they I was, fucking were. And I was sitting there thinking, like, it, in some universe, this is, like, wrong, I guess. But, like, this kid is having the time. He was beaming, dude. He looked like he was... And I was on mescaline, so we were all joking that he's on ecstasy. Like, <laughs> this kid's on ecstasy. Like, because he, like, he was... Smi- dude, he, he, the smile was coming off no, of his No, no, you want to know what's you really know, kind like, of fucked up, though, unfortunately? Because it's adults, like, you know, exposing no, themselves to kids, you know? Like, imagine if it was, like, a little girl that said, like, show me your dick, and then it was, like, adult Yeah, man, no, like, obviously. You know, Come like, on now. But it's that's so, a fucking cultural it, dichotomy that's existed 
since fucking time it, immemorial. It's just amazing. It's, you know what really shocked me in a lot of ways? Because sometimes people wonder why I am the way I am, yeah. you know, in this culture. But, like, yeah. certain things have happened. Like, I remember being, like, young and being, like, alone at the gathering, 18. Yep. And being, like, show your tits, show your tits. And then oh, yeah, I, I got said, the pictures on my fucking and I, disposable. And, the, and I did that, and then this, uh girl came up, well, I'm assuming she was a lesbian, she was, like, big and burly, and she started grabbing, like, towards my dick, she's like, oh, let me see it, let me see your dick, let me see your dick, like, and started, like, punking me and making me realize, like, what I looked like sometimes, probably, to girls, you know, It's also like, possible that just and, in a certain moment, she happened to see And that. I was just like, wow, like, I, like, I, like... Like, in that moment, she, she felt upset because she saw you doing... Because I gotta I tell you... Probably, because I was probably, like... Talking a girl that like clearly did like I, I want you know like bro put it to you like this the gathering literally used to be the Miss Juggalette contest the girl who won was the girl who actually showed her pussy for a second yeah mm-hmm. just for a second just whoop uh, uh, uh. didn't even really see yeah because everybody was showing now obviously. dude the, the now, things I've seen there's li- the exactly thing, the literal is. fucking gangbang microphone inside yeah. of something. At the gathering. Yes. yes. Yes, it happened. My first gathering, it was pretty bad, but it wasn't on a... This wasn't in... See, Mad this Man was under stick his ass in a girl's face. This was his face in a girl's ass. Wait. <laughs> it could have been either one, but I'm pretty sure it was his face and her ass. That's my mistake. I would have rather seen yeah. him <laughs> show the young... <laughs> You know what? That actually would have that would be way better. That would be better like, to I see. I want to see the girl's ass, but I also want to see a girl's face in Batman Bond. Oh god ass. damn it! All right, so fucking all right. So now it did that. So this is what we're now we're just gonna fucking. All right, so yeah, the fucking I need to first of all set my screen timer to be different so this doesn't happen anymore. But I'm fucking stupid, so I've never done that thus far. Anyway. We have been going for a while, and I do think that we really have, like, we really have kind of locked in, like, the, uh, first of all, the fact that we've been through round this shit, we fucking know the deal, but, and it's funny, because I was saying we were going to close out with the, um, the gathering story of, um, my, of last year of me, of me Dude, I, think, I think I have an NDA to not even tell the whole nah, well, story. Nah, well, I mean, you want to know what? The whole story is yeah, fucking... No, oh, for, oh, for sure. Oh, no, absolutely. <laughs> that, and but, that's what listen, sucks maybe, is just to understand. Like, maybe someday I can get into, like, you know, slightly redacted <laughs> version of that one. But, no, this is kind of my point. Jesus that, Christ. Yeah, hey, listen, for me, I really do look at it where... That, it, it was, especially last year, it was, like, stressful in the moment, but I think that, because let me tell you something right now, I am doing not one, not two, not three, and not even four, but I think five different performances of The Gathering this year. So, there's the fucking parking lot party. Apparently said that's gonna happen. Dude, have to give me a slot. Nice. Did that. And then there's uh, the MC Whore, H-O-R. Um, he's got a stage. He was the one who did the reject stage that we were walking past. It was right on the path. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really solid because where that was was good. But I also, knowing the way that he's been doing it, 
He's going to put it in a place where people can see it. At that point, it's just about people being able to see it. So there's that. And then I also heard there's another stage where uh, the homie uh, S.O.N., Legion, he fucking told me about it, where it's supposedly going to be a pirate ship. I'm very curious about that. That's dope. And then I'm doing a couple of other performances with uh, homies that are performing, but I'm not going to say who yet just because I wouldn't want to... Um, Ruin this. Give away. I, yeah, if they're going to say something about it, then cool, but I wouldn't want to be the one. But, and that's what I'm saying, is that now, like having done it the, the one official way and, you know, got it in that way, now it's just like, just fuck it. I'm going to do different songs at each fucking one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just definitely. Fucking, yeah. Just go wild out. That, that does this shit, man. Like, that's one thing about this where I just like, and maybe that is why I, I, do things this way because I like it's really since 2004 since and it's funny just knowing that he probably didn't even give that much thought to who I was past that experience but it really did just send me down this whole fucking path where that's how I have my kids and that's how I know you and that's how I know pretty much everybody that I know and I'm happy with that because I love my life but at the same time it's just like what are the odds Right. happening the way that it fucking happened and here we fucking are in 2023 yeah first fucking gathering I went to was 20 years ago that's fucking crazy yeah that's crazy 20 17 for me 17 mm-hmm. well and on that on note that note what I will say is that going forward what I planned on doing we were reviewing on S&M we were <clears throat> eating more water we were reviewing this, the original six Jokers cards. And again, it's kind of more from like a straight up lyrical perspective. And I want to be able to analyze them more from a Juggalo perspective. So probably going to do that. Some of that, you know what I mean? And possibly continue with the uh, fan submissions. Like listening to some underground shit. Like people that are obviously part of the Juggalo subculture. Okay. That are, or, or at least are aware of it. All right. So, you know, you can hear kind of shit people are putting out. But, um, no, uh, Derek, it was a fucking pleasure. I'm glad that this is what we're going to do. And I'm glad that you are uh, down to fucking go into Juggalo culture with me. Because you're one of the only other people that, A, cares about it as much as I do. And, B, has been around it as long as I have where you've seen it actually progress and fucking turn into this crazy thing that it wasn't always like this. No, not at all. At the end of the day, man, I, uh, no, I'm real excited to, uh, we'll figure out a better name. Fucking don't really have one yet, but we'll, uh, we'll come up with something. Darkness and Derek, the circus Darkness and Derek on carnival rides (laughs) on acid. (laughs) Carnival rides on acid. I mean, that's at least... No, nope, that ain't it. <laughs> yeah, there God. is that. No, and that's funny. He's probably laughing at some fucking comedian, but that timing was just <laughs> crispy. Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, once again. Thank you if you listened to this whole fucking thing. You definitely put in the time. And uh, I appreciate uh, you. Underground sound in the motherfucking house. Hey, yay. Forever and always know about that shit. We will see you again soon. Uh, how soon? Don't know exactly, but soon. I promise. Bye bye. Two wiggity whoops for you.
I'm gonna have to remember to talk about all the things where I was like, oh, hey, remember this one thing? And then fucking totally go off on a tangent, because that's who I am. I think you're doing that right now. You're probably right. Later, peace out. you actually made it to this point, I fucking love you, uh, whoever you are listening to this, so, yeah, I want honest feedback on all this, so, like, definitely let me know if you're, like, this or the other ones, if they're worthwhile, like, I'm gonna keep doing this, but if not, you know, this was expected, so, yeah, like, definitely want the, uh, the honest ones out so, yeah. For real, if you listen to an hour and 46 minutes, like, that's, I feel like that's a good sign, generally speaking, but, yeah, fuck it, thank you.